0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go over my review of AEW Dynamite's Winter is Coming. Starting off the evening, we we'll go to our first match of the night. It is the Elite versus Death Triangle. This is match four of the best of seven series between the Elite and Death Triangle. The match itself was a great match. Back and forth matchup between the Elite and Death Triangle with Nick Jackson hitting a springboard arm drag on Penta. The Elite were keeping the pace of the match. Nick Jackson looked like he injured his ankle due to a springboard maneuver to the outside. Nick Jackson then is taken back to the backstage area. Ray Phoenix then hits a senton to the outside on Omega. Matt Jackson then hits an Northern Light suplex on Ray Phoenix. Omega then hits a moonsault off the top rope on Pac. Omega then hits a Snapdragon suplex on Phoenix and Pac in the middle of the ring. Omega then hits a Brain Buster that looked absolutely devastating. Penta then hits a Package pile driver. Off the apron on Matt Jackson. Penta then hits Nick Jackson with the ring bell hammer right on the injured ankle of Nick Jackson. And then Ray Phoenix ultimately applies a submission on the injured ankle of Nick Jackson. And your winners of the match are Death Triangle. After the match, Kenny Omega grabs a microphone and says that, you know, they're tired of playing Death Triangle's games, especially with them using the uh, ring bell hammer. And that next week's Dynamite is going to be the Elite versus Death Triangle in a no disqualification match, which is going to be absolutely insane to see on next week's Dynamite, man. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, moving on from that, we have the Acclaimed segment. The Acclaimed make their way out to the ring, but they are quickly attacked by Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett ultimately hits Max Caster with a guitar. He picks up the AW tag team titles and then throws it on Max Caster with Max Caster laying. Helpless in the ring. Uh, A couple of things I'm going to say about this, man. Um, And I've already mentioned this multiple times in the past since Jeff Jarrett has been with AEW. I'm not understanding where they're going with Jeff Jarrett. And I I also will say this. The the team of like, you know, Satin Singh and Sanjay Dutt and Jarrett and even Jay Lethal. And look, Jay Lethal is a phenomenal wrestler. Absolutely. But Sanjay Dutt does not need to be on television. He needs to have a backstage role and bring in more talent from the indies in my honest opinion i don't think it needs to be on air it's the same thing with satnam singh look when satnam singh came in everybody said oh you know here we go this is the next great colleague honestly for what it's worth if they actually you know took the handcuffs off of satnam singh and allowed him to wrestle you know you could build satnam singh maybe not to be the great colleague but you can you know make him you know john gonzalez or el gigante from the early days in wcw if you decide to use him in that way. But I don't see that happening, man. And then Jeff Jarrett. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Jeff Jarrett, personally. I know there's fans out there that are big fans of Jeff Jarrett. Personally, for what it's worth, I think Jeff Jarrett's best in-ring career that he's had so far, or his in-ring career that was the best, was his time at Impact Wrestling. I think Jeff Jarrett had a phenomenal career for himself in Impact Wrestling. I can't say the same thing for his WWE run, nor his WCW run. I know he was World Heavyweight Champion for WCW but this was a time that WCW was literally in the toilet as far as ratings and majority of the talent that was there was already gone. So there's that. Uh, number two, I mean, I think Jeff Jarrett's just trying to follow his daddy's coattails, Jerry Jarrett, personally. And I, I think Jarrett is trying to find you know a place in professional wrestling and it's just not needed. And honestly, for what it's worth, there's no way in hell you can make me believe that Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, are the new number one contenders for the acclaimed AEW Tag Team Championships? There's no way in hell. So you're going to surpass FTR, Swerve and Keith Lee, all this other stuff. Even though you know it looks like Keith Lee and Swerve are going their own way, and rightfully so, but you're going to put Jared and Lethal over FTR, even though FTR looked like during the storyline with the Gun Club. Still, Jared and Lethal haven't done anything to deserve a AEW Tag Team opportunity. To be honest with you, there's no way in hell. And I know Jeff Jarrett signed on with AEW to be a backstage, have a backstage role with AEW and Tony Khan. And I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, working backstage with Tony Khan and everybody backstage, as well as being an on you know, in ring talent. Okay, that's fine. But I think it's ironic how they're pushing Jeff Jarrett and where, you know, where the hell is Miro? We haven't seen Miro, I believe, since the Forbidden Door, if I'm not mistaken. So that says a lot. Now, I don't know the details of why Miro's not showing up. I heard that, you know, they don't really have any plans right now creatively for Miro, which I think is complete BS. In my honest opinion, right now you got a guy holding, you know, the TNT Championship right now in Samoa Joe Let's slot Miro into that and have Miro versus Samoa Joe, man, because I can tell you right now that match alone could sell out any arena, in my honest opinion, hands down, because I know both Samoa Joe and Miro, you know, give it all they got in that matchup. So. I don't know where you know what Jared and Jay Lethal are going to do next. It looks like they are going to challenge the acclaim for the AW Tag Team Championships. And honestly, I'm not really a big fan of it, to be honest with y'all. Uh, moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Jungle Boy versus Brian Cage. I thought this was a good match. Back and forth matchup between Jungle Boy and Brian Cage with Jungle Boy hitting a Hurricane Rana off the top rope on Brian Cage. Brian Cage, though, was trying to keep the pace of the match. Jungle Boy ultimately hits a Canadian Destroyer on Brian Cage. Jungle Boy then applies a snare trap. Brian ends up tapping, but the referee is distracted. Jungle Boy then ultimately hits a roll-up on Brian Cage, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Jungle Boy. After the match, Jungle Boy grabs a microphone. He calls out Big Bill. Stokely Hathaway makes his way out to the, well, to the stage, uh, or towards the ramp, I should say uh hathaway is pretty much mocking jungle boy uh lee moriarty makes his way out uh down the ramp to attack jungle boy big bill makes his way down to the ring and chokeslam jungle boy in the middle of the ring then all of a sudden we hear the music hit It is hook hook is making his way down to the ring and then lee moriarty and big bill leave the ring and go up the ramp um a couple of things i want to say about this man number one i'm a big fan of what what is going on here with jungle boy and hook man if if jungle boy and hook are actually going to be a tag team i'm all for it i'm absolutely all for it because i think jungle boy and hook could be a phenomenal tag team especially going up against the likes of you know big bill and lee moriarty um and to be honest with you i think you know right now they need you know for what i've always said the AEW tag team division was always stacked but as of late man i mean it's you know The AEW tag team division is kind of dwindling a little bit, man. I mean, you got Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. They had, you know, went their own way. Um, A lot of tag teams are just kind of doing their own thing right now. The Elite are kind of stuck with Kenny Omega going after the Trio's Championships as well as Death Triangle with the Lucha Bros. So a lot of teams right now are kind of preoccupied with other things right now, especially the Trio's Championships. So I'm all for it if Jungle Boy and Hook end up teaming up and becoming a tag team, man. I think it would be absolutely awesome to see. Um, Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. Uh, it is the Factory versus the House of Black. This is House of Black's first match back since, um, you know, House of Black or Malachi Black, I should say, took a, uh, you know, sabbatical. Um, it was a glorified squash match, man. I mean, House of Black was keeping the pace throughout the entire match with Malachi Black ultimately hitting a fade to black on QT Marshall. Pins him for the three, and your winners of the match are the House of Black. Hats off to the House of Black for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Chris Jericho versus Action Andretti. I thought this was a good match as well. Uh, back and forth matchup between Jericho and Andretti with Jericho keeping the pace of the match. Jericho lands multiple chops on Andretti. Jericho then also hits a code breaker on Andretti for a near fall. Andretti then gets up, hits a springboard enziguri on Jericho. And then Andretti ultimately hits a running shooting star press on Chris Jericho, pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Action Andretti. A couple of things I'm going to say about this match, man, quickly. Um, I did not expect Jericho to put over this guy, Action Andretti. I did not see that happen. I think the storyline now with Jericho is Jericho's going to start putting over a lot more talent. And Jericho's going to come back even more meaner and angrier since he lost this title to Claudio Castanoli. Um, And the other cool thing was was the crowd, man. The crowd for this show was absolutely awesome. you know, they booed Chris Jericho throughout the entire match and really hyped up this Action Andretti guy. And, you know, it was really cool because after the after Andretti had won this matchup, Tony Khan ended up signing this guy to a deal with AEW, which I thought was pretty cool by Tony Khan. And it was really cool by the fans, man, that really hyped this guy up against Chris Jericho. I mean, it was a really cool moment for uh, Action Andretti. So I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Andretti as well as Chris Jericho. Uh, moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Ruby Soho versus Ty Mello. I thought this was a good matchup as well. Back and forth matchup between Ruby Soho and Ty Mello with Soho keeping the pace of the match. Ty Mello ultimately hit, uh, ultimately hits a hammerlock DDT on Soho off the ramp and look absolutely brutal. Ruby Soho and Ty Conti both, or Ty Mello I should say, both exchange in the middle of the ring. Ty Mello then hits a paw driver on Ruby Soho for a near fall. But Ruby ultimately hits the finish on Ty Mello, pins her for the three. And your winner of the match is Ruby Soho. After the match, Anna J. makes her way down to the ring. She ends up attacking Ruby Soho. Hats off to Ruby Soho for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the main event of AEW's Dynamite Winter Winter is coming. It is MJF versus Ricky Starks for the AEW World title as well as the AEW Dynamite, Dynamite Diamond Ring. Uh, the match itself was a good match, man. Back and forth matchup between MJF and Starks, with Starks keeping the pace of the match. Starks then hits a liger bomb on MJF for a near fall. MJF and Starks both exchange in the middle of the ring with uh, Starks hitting a spear on MJF. MJF then applies the salt of the earth on Ricky Starks, but Ricky breaks the hold. MJF then hits a low blow on Ricky Starks with the referee being distracted, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match and still AEW World Champion is MJ. F. after the match mjf makes his way up the ramp to go backstage danos and then music hits he makes his way down the ramp he ends up chasing mjf out of the arena so it looks like we're going to get brian Dinos versus mjf here soon possibly for the aew world championship a couple of things i'm going to say about AEW dynamite's winner is coming before i get out of here man uh, number one it was a solid show it really was a solid show uh the Elite versus Death Triangle. I know some people are honestly against the the best of seven series between the Elite and Death Triangle. I, I, to me, honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I think the storyline kind of writes itself since, you know, the Elite once held the Trio's Championship until they got suspended after the altercation at All Out with CM Punk, and then they were stripped of the Trio's Championships, and then, the, you know, Death Triangle ended up winning the Trio's Championships and held them since, you know, even now. Um, so the storyline kind of writes itself. Uh, the Acclaimed segment, I mean, like I said, the Acclaimed really didn't say anything. But I'm not understanding the whole Jeff Jarrett, J Lethal thing going up against the Acclaimed for the AEW Tag Team Championships. I mean, I'm not really too big on that, to be honest with you. Um, House of Black, you know, House of Black returning after a little bit of time off for Malachi Black, and uh, it was great to see him back, man. I look forward to what's going to happen next with the House of Black. Um, if I, you know, if I was a bet man, I had to probably say the House of Black were going to be making their name into the trios uh championship scene here relatively soon whether it's against whether it's against that triangle or the elite so i definitely think that's going to happen next with the house of black uh chris jericho versus action Andretti. like i said earlier man this was a cool moment uh for jericho to put over this uh action and guy and to be honest with you it was cool to see that tony khan ended up signing uh action and to a aew contract so i thought that was pretty cool and uh mjf versus ricky starks man i mean It was a really good match. I mean, I thought, you know, the outcome was the right outcome. I thought MJF was going to win. Hopefully, though, the storyline between MJF and Ricky Starks is not over. But it looks like it might take some time because Brian Daniels, it looks like he's going to be the next challenger to MJF. But uh, this is my review of AEW Dynamite's Winter is Coming. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.